Should I interest you in a stamp? Yeah, give me a stamp. Oh. No, give me a purple one. Oh, I'm sorry we haven't any purple ones. I could uh, paint one for you. I don't want a painted one. person hasn't got any rights in this country anymore. The government even tells you what color stamps you gotta buy. Would you like to join us, please? I'm really busy. Oh, okay. I came up here for the meeting. Okay, meeting is after this. I know. Next time. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Reynolds Wrap foil section of uh, Stamp Show Here Today, this is the award-winning Stamp Show Here Today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. This is episode number 340, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash. This is Mark. This is Jim. So today we're talking all about foil. So Mark, you have something that has to do with foil that's uh, not a happy subject. No, actually... Um Lynn Stamp is, uh, is reporting that counterfeiters are mimicking foil stamps as part of their, uh, of their effort to, to counterfeit uh, modern postage. Um, and this is, this is really disturbing to me because why would they go through the effort of trying to counterfeit foil stamps? Because it seems like an extra step that you don't need to do it. It's like they're now thumbing their nose at the USPS and saying, look, you know, it doesn't matter what you create. You know we're gonna you know we're gonna find a way to to um, to defeat it. Yeah, um, that's kind of a yeah. But the uh, but the scary thing to me is that um, uh, is that if if they're gonna start to counterfeit foil, um, I remember that the um, that the Raven stamp that was recently issued uh, came out in an imperfect press sheet. Raven has a has a foil component to it. Um, and I'm thinking that if these counterfeiters are going through the effort just to get uh, a discount, you know, of 58 cents on each stamp, you know, the Raven Imperf press sheets or, or and Imperf blocks and so forth are selling for hundreds of dollars. Well, so are the droids. Yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah you, and, and, and the droids as it, well. On the uh, lens, they show the droid stamps. Being right. Kind of it a, doesn't have a foil component, but it does have a gloss component, which yeah. they're also faking. Um, but the buy price right now on those is like $80. Right. They could literally print them, not go to Facebook, not try to sell them to anybody, just put them in a package, ship them off to uh, Mystic and say, here, you, this is on your buy price. Exactly. Now, BitMystic will re probably reject them because, you know, they have people there who can f tell fakes also. But, you know, they could be looking at this as, uh, you know, 
a way to hit the collectors, not necessarily the postal patrons. All right. I mean, so instead of getting, you know, 10 bucks on a sheet of 20, you know, if they can get $400 on a sheet of 20 and, and just make an imperf, you know, co- uh, imperf foil of the of the of the raven i mean uh that's uh that's pretty scary and and definitely something that that collector should uh, be on the lookout for i know that um uh we have airpex this weekend i'm, I'm just probably going to air after their airpex but um but i am definitely bringing my shortwave uv with me uh because i know there are dealers that sell uh modern uh modern postage for face value and so forth you know because it, uh, it's it's all premium stuff but um, but it, you know you got to make sure that you're buying something that's that's the real deal. Well, another thing too is, since they're going back on these back issues, I mean, like I said at the last podcast, they're doing the Hot Wheels set. Right. That how old is Hot Wheels set? Six years old? Seven years? Not 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 quite that old, but but yeah, it's it, it's it's not current year. Yeah, they're yeah. going back it's several last years. Year. Right. And they're doing it, in not. For postage reasons, I mean, if you're doing it for postage reasons, you do the stamps that you would expect them to do, which is what they're doing. They're doing the Z-Fold flag stamp. They're doing the Christmas stamps. Right. But why do you do the Hot Wheels stamp? Right. Something that that is not typically, you know, even sold over the counter that much. I mean, I can see the the uh, Z-Fold flag stamp because that's a workhorse stamp and, you know, nobody's going to think twice about it. But you know, if if you're talking about the spooky windows, you yeah. know, with the foil, I mean, how many of those are are, are in, you know, in, in, you know that that regular people see, and uh, you know, so to to fake something like that, I mean, just it, it's flabbergasting to to see that they're doing that. In my opinion, the only reason you would do it is to steal from collectors to actually fake items. These are not postal forgeries now these are forgeries that are going to go into the collector's market somehow right definitely so so that's uh, that's something to look out for for sure well and they show a picture there too of the forever stamp uh the round ones for the international mail yep oh no that's uh, that's actually um, yeah oh that's that's the other round one. that's the forever that's uh the various balls yes yeah the sporting it's a tennis ball ball, volleyball not the world soccer ball yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but of course you know we do know that they're that they're faking the um the priority and express mail stamps as well yes and that's and those are big ticket and it is a rule of nature that you know um, people will try to steal the way that they steal. It is possible at a time, if this is not put under control, that you will have these stamps replace good stamps at the post office. People will, you know, be paid or whatever to, you know, bring in a hundred sheets of fake uh, priority mail stamps and replace, take out real priority mail stamps. And so, if they don't control it, you know, you may see this sort of thing filtering through the post office, like you see fake drugs filtering through Walgreens. You know, the uh, supply chains, uh, there's a, a, some problem there. So, you know, this is a this is now we are over the hump of this being. Why does the post office not doing this to the post office? 
has to do something about this. This is not, this is not a curiosity anymore. This is a problem. Yep. I agree. But the, uh, the droid stamps, that's going to be interesting because how hard is it going to be to fake an imperforated droid stamp? I mean, you just don't put it through the perforator. Right, exactly. Uh, one thing they said in the article is that it's difficult. Or the foil is shinier because they don't put the tagging on top of it. Yeah, they don't bother with the tagging because nobody walks around with a shortwave UV lamp. Well, the thing is, is that as soon as they do, I know that, you know, you will literally, you can literally get a can of spray of clear phosphorescent paint. And all they'd have to do is just take that and spray it over the top of a sheet if they wanted to do it the low tech way. I mean, obviously they're going to do it the high tech way. They're actually going to print the, uh, tagging on it so you know it, it could very easily be that uh in a very short period of time we're not going to be able to detect you these just by putting them under a shortwave uv light nope nope that's going to be tougher yep so this is an interesting one what will happen too? you if you think about it the um uh stamps will eventually People will lose confidence in them. Oh, yeah. And either the government stops accepting them or changes like they did in the Civil War where you just change everything. You just demonetize everything that's out there and start over. Well, that's the whole thing. With a different counterfeit. You you have to be in a place of demonetization. Right. Because... If you say, okay, just use up the old stuff that's out there, this is the old stuff that's out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will the post office do something like that? Mm -mm. I don't know. I think there, like I said before, there's an easier way. Your stamp isn't tagged. It goes into a bin. Then they hand sort it. Then, you know, three weeks later, your credit card payment goes in and you go, hey, you know something? I'm going to buy my stamps at the post office because saving uh, $40 on 100 rolls of stamps and then having to pay my credit card company $100 because of the late fee, uh, that's not a good trade-off. Yep. I mean, it just has to be something like that because the way they're doing it right now is, well, I, are they doing anything right now? I think they just contact eBay and Facebook and say, hey, can you please take these down? And uh, those eBay has been good about it. But how do you control Facebook? I mean, I put up a post right now. It, it goes to 5,000 people and then gets reposted. Right. Within a couple seconds. And, you know, <laughs> but I guess there's a way to do it somehow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I know the USPS uh, experimented with the uh, with the holographic stamps, um, which doesn't really work because the ink doesn't uh, the the canceling ink doesn't yeah uh, soak in. Um, also, it's very hard to look at it and see what the value of it. Right. Is. Yeah, the denomination is very very, you know, faded. Um, they could go back to uh, they can go back to engrave stamps. Yep. You know, and just make the printing process you know, a little better. Um, so that um, so that it has uh, ju- just like you know currency, it has that that feel, 
you know, that uh, that's hard to duplicate. Well, it's not just the fuel, it's just the detail. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you lithograph a stamp, you're not going to get the engraved quality. Right. But they want to make their stamps cheap, cheaply. And so they make their stamps cheap. Well, guess what? Anybody who has a major printing press can duplicate your stamps. And that that's one of the things that have, has always been the problem in the past is the printing technology that the U.S. Post Office has is better than any printer out there. The problem is it's not better than the country of China, you know, or the country. We blame China. Just The only reason we're blaming China is because they're the ones who are printing them all. <laughs> other there, than that. There's no <laughs> other reason yeah. that we're picking on China. But let's say, you know, North Korea wants to go to postal war with us. You know, they have the facility to build these uh, big, huge printing places. So you got to look at it. Yes, you make it so that no domestic printer can print stamps. But now you've got entire countries that, you know, they basically say, hey, I'm going to print U.S. stamps. And the government says, oh, you know, have a fun time there. Have, have a nice day. They don't seem to be responding to it. Oh. But the fact that I, I guess we could take some heart because when we started talking about this, there was very few articles in the stamp publications you think about me, this. You think maybe Linz listens to this podcast? Uh, and it, it makes me wonder because yeah. uh, we've been calling attention to this for a couple of months now. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. you got AARP that put, a, their, uh, put a, uh, an article on their newspaper, newsletter. Uh, I, I basically did the same thing for the Mountain's Edge. I wrote an article on it for uh, those people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, hey, be aware this is out there. You know, if somebody ran an ad saying we are flooded with $20 bills, you know, we have so many $20 bills, we got to get rid of them. Send us $15 and we'll send you a $20 bill. Everybody would go, yeah, right. It's fake. Right. But you do it with postage stamps and everybody goes, oh, yeah, there's a postal discount. Mm -hmm. And you know, the post office actually does give a discount. Yeah, you could buy legit postage stamps from Costco for below face. Yeah, it's usually about five percent. You can. There are ways for you to save five percent on a stamp, but not more than five percent. Yeah, these people who are saving forty percent, it's like, come on. I had another idea on the um, reason that they're not uh, tagged. And that would be, um, I wonder if there's a legal out because that their stamp that they are offering is not exactly like the product that it's pretending to be. I was thinking that exact same thing when I was driving into work today. Oh, oh okay. it's a work of art instead of a... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you know, the, you get caught and you, you point out the difference, kind of like Sparati did. In the 40s where or it's like he uh, pointed out the differences in what he did and what they're legitimate. Or in the 1970s where uh, uh, they, were t they had the whole pornography argument and they said, well, they're not nude. They're wearing shoes. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we're, you're missing the point there is. But, yeah, it could, there could be something in China that they say if you do 
the security aspect. And we defined the security aspect in such a way that the tagging is the security aspect. Yeah. If you do that, then you're counterfeiting something for a foreign country. But if you don't do that, then it's just like you meet making Gucci bags, which, you know, yeah, they make lots of Gucci bags and, and bags. And people who people can spot those across the room. So the, they are making them just a little bit different so that the average person can't do that, but an expert can. Yeah. And I just wondered if that maybe is one of the reasons they haven't gone to tagging them, because it seems like an easy step to do. Well, if anybody from the uh, Chinese Communist Party is listening, um, can you drop us an email and tell us if there if, if, is there something like that in the law that would prevent people from tagging stamps? Yeah, and you can be a lifetime member of the podcast. Yeah, 10 bucks. Send us 10 bucks and you're a life member. Or we'll send you a $20 bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine uh, what would happen in China if all of a sudden 100 won notes started uh, showing up from uh, Boise, Idaho. Hmm, hmm, I wonder what would go on there. <sighs> yep. But technically, the post office is not part of the government. So, you know, yeah. such as that. So let's talk about an, a brighter, cheerier part of uh, foil. And let's talk about gold-plated foil stamps. Yes, which we can guarantee are not being counterfeited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you heard it here first, unless yep. you heard it from someplace else. Right. All the gold foil stamps out there are legit. Yep. And uh, we get calls all the time here at PSE. Jim Forty gets them all the time. I, mean, I, I think there isn't a dealer alive who doesn't get f a phone call at least once a month and probably once a week of people who say, I inherited a stamp collection. And the stamp collection is very valuable. And then they describe it and it turns out to be gold foil stamps because they were incredibly popular. Oh, so popular. It, especially during the inflationary period of the 70s and the 80s because people thought they were buying actual gold and, and, and technically they were. Yeah, it's real gold. It's real gold. It's But yeah, but if you were to if you had the technology to peel the gold off and then roll it up in your fingertip like into a ball, <laughs> it would literally disappear. Yes. Uh there were people who would buy them and then burn off the cardboard to extract the gold, not realizing that the when the cardboard burnt up, the, the smoke that went up, there was so little gold that the smoke would carry the gold <laughs> up into the air and float it away. Yeah, it's like a few microns thick. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's, uh, but it's amazing that gold has that property that it can still, it is, you know. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, the, in the uh, Egyptian time, they would pound gold foil. Right. And then put it around wood, you know, to make a gold cat or whatever they wanted to make. So, you know, literally gold can be flattened out really super smooth. These, they're not even flattening them out. They're just, I have no. I, it's I, electric plate, yeah. Yeah, it's. 
I have no clue how they're doing it, but it's some. I saw some place where they put a layer of acid onto the cardboard, and then they just like move a bar over the top of it, and a couple microns or atoms or whatever come off the bar and stick to the acid, and that's how I was told that they print them. Now I don't know if the word acid is correct or whatever. But these do not have very much gold. And you see them, well, the cost-wise. Now, we're talking about the 80s mostly. So um, about 75% inflation since the 1980s. So a dollar in 1980s, in 1980 is worth about a buck 75 today, about 75% inflation. They were selling for between 375 and 425 each. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, you know, if it was a joint issue, they'd give you a deal by giving you both of them for 375 to 425. But modified for inflation, you're looking at about six bucks each. And right now, there are two which are valuable the um, Elvis Presley and the Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. If they're unaddressed, they go for between 20 bucks and 25 bucks. And this is the gold foil first day? The gold foil first day. Yeah. There are a couple others, but mostly, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but mostly like. 25 cents each. Yeah, I think they have gold foil replicas of um, of like the uh, uh, C13 uh, to 15, you know, the the Graf Zeppelin stamps, that kind of thing. Yeah, those are um, those are stri- yeah, those are different cuz they don't have a stamp on them. Right. They are strictly an envelope that commemorates. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those before cuz they made a US number 11 one. Actually, they made the whole set, the 1 cent, the 3 cent five uh, toy etc and um so i always like the three center but again if i'm paying a dollar for it it's like eh. yeah so i mean it's it's collectible it's just it's it's just one of those collectibles where the packaging costs more than the than the item that's being collected yeah well you had to mail it to the person too yeah and then you could personalize it by putting your name and address on it and so they would print your name and address then not send it through the mail I never really used your name and address all you're doing is printing it on the envelope and that actually makes it harder to sell not easier right if you immortalized yourself if you were thinking you were immortalizing yourself uh, you kind of weren't hmm. yeah but yeah they sold them I I do not believe that they said, I have not seen an ad for them selling gold foil stamps. Um, they might, you know, some Reader's Digest or direct mail or something like that. But I have not seen any uh, past about 2005, I'd say, is the kind of the end of where I see the gold foil stamps showing up in market. Yeah, they're not worth zero, but... Um I mean, I think they're they're still attractive. Oh, they're great you know? looking. They did a good yeah. good job, and then they sell you the book. Yeah, and the book is really well made, and it's got a card on it which tells you everything about the stamp. 
So, yeah. Yep. It's oh. like the Franklin Mint type stuff, you know. You pay a premium for the product when you buy it on a subscription. And then when you go to sell it, you're selling it basically at a horrifically reduced price. Well, what I tell people when they bring them in is the person who bought them had a great deal of joy and fun mm -hmm. learning about the stamp, getting the cover, having them show up once a month or once every two months whenever the stamps came out. It was sort of an event. You don't get that. That doesn't convert into dollars. It's like watching a movie. You don't watch a movie and then say, I'll bet you I can make money now that I've watched that movie. That's gold foil stamps. Gold foil stamps are watching a movie, and then the person who inherits it didn't get to watch a movie. All they got is a ticket stub. Right. <laughs> With some yeah. exceptions. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Well, anything else? On, oh, so we talked about valueless counterfeit stamps and almost valueless uh, fo gold foil stamps. Why is anybody? Why does anybody listen to this show? Right, it, it boggles my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and who comes up with the idea of using foil for anything other than wrapping your your meat? <laughs> you know, leave it to that. You know? Well, I don't know. I I have my gold foil hat to uh, protect myself from the uh, mind control space aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's good for. Yeah, uh -huh. and it does work. It does. Haven't been taken over yet. Yeah. Well. Goodbye, space cadets. <laughs> we need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this still clown was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> you have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting.
Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.